Hey guys, welcome to Radio Armor. Today it's just me, I couldn't get a hold of Steph, and uh, we're talking with Helios from the 242 Mechanized Assault Battalion. How are you today, Helios? Doing alright, man. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. It's uh, lovely late in the evening here, and probably lovely and early in the morning for you. Uh, yeah, I actually haven't been to bed uh, yet. I woke up, oh, no. I took a nap, woke up about 2 in the morning, so I've just been kind of... Chucking along here. Oh dear. Well, we'll we'll try to keep you up too much longer then. <laughs> no, no, um, it's good. Gotta get Monday started <laughs> fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh that's the way. Well, my my Monday is done. It's great. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Um, so how about you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, and how'd you how'd you get into armor? Uh, all right. So, uh, my name's Judah, and I started looking at armor back in armor one, and I was in a group called TCC. Um. And they played Armor 1 kind of just, uh, I guess they had like Armor Wednesdays. I didn't really get into it just then because I, w I was so wrapped up into Project Reality at the time. Uh, but yeah. a few years later, yeah. Uh, and a few years later, my uh, a friend of mine had got Armor 2 and uh, got me a copy of Armor 2 through Steam. And we were starting to play missions. And occasionally I, was, I tried my hand at mission editing, but it didn't really get started until... Uh, my interest didn't really get started until I ran into uh, another bigger community, uh, and they really inspired me to take a look at Arma uh, and really take it seriously. And my interest in PR had kind of like waned out. I had been playing it since point five, and I think it was we were on like point nine five or something like that. So I had <laughs> been with that group for for years, and I'd seen all the maps, and I'd played every faction in. I played in the tournaments and stuff, and I wanted to do something a little bit more creative where I could kind of draw my own scenarios and tell my own stories. Um, so I started putting a clan together in Arma 2, and uh, I've been here ever since. Sweet. That's awesome. Um, so in that case then, how about you tell us a bit about your clan? Is it the same clan that you started? Yes. So awesome. I started... So I was with somebody uh, who's no longer with the unit uh, named P-Funk. Uh, we had played in the Project Reality tournament together. We had been playing a lot of uh, games in the PRT, uh, just a lot of matches in PR in general. And uh, one day I approached him and I said, uh, we should make an armor clan, but we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, I had recently seen a documentary about how uh, in Iraq, the Striker infantry carrier vehicle was so quiet that it was able to sneak up on Iraqi insurgents and, uh, you know, disembark their infantry, like, in the middle of the night. And they were able to surround these uh, insurgent houses and just, like, arrest people and just disappear in the middle of the night. Um, and unfortunately, oh, cool. at the time, yeah, it's, it was, like, it's a really, like, awesome, you know, concept that you got, like, sneaky mechanized infantry, right? It, it, it doesn't make any sense, but, you know, it's so cool to just imagine... You know, like, mm, mm. Uh, you know, I guess like horse lords creeping around in the middle of the night, you know, with a tank and then suddenly there's infantry all over you and stuff. <laughs> uh, so we 
came up with the name Night Stalkers, which has caused an incredible amount of confusion uh, when conversing with any other unit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because there is a, there is the 160th Soar who has uh, taken the name, and uh, but long before I did, um, and uh, and that legacy is there. So I typically refer to it. Uh, when Joint Ops has mechanized Assault Battalion, uh, but the the nickname that we've been using since we got started, and I think like 2012 or something like that, has been uh, 242 Night Stalkers, and okay. uh, we've, the name is stuck. Nice. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, um, obviously, uh, you're based in the US. Is is the rest of your units basically in that time zone? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, P Funk was in in. Uh, on, on the other side of Canada, and we've got uh, members in in Australia. We've got members in in all over Europe. We've actually got a guy in Egypt, um, but oh, he sweet. recently got a new job. Uh, and yeah, he's a, he's hilarious. He plays with us all the time. Uh, awesome culture exchange that goes on in there uh, because you got people from all over the mm. world coming in to play Arma and share their experiences and share their uh, their input and stuff. So it, it's a it's an international group. Uh, and we like it that way. Yeah, that's really good. I, I, I really enjoy playing in communities that have got all the different cultures in them. Uh, I find it really... It, it, it makes it less stale as you're playing. Um, mm-hmm. how, how many how many units... Uh, sorry, how many members, rather, do you, do you have overall? Uh, so I have 24 people active right now because it's it's kind of like that weird finals week thing where people are realizing that like the second semester is like midway through. <laughs> So people are kind of like, oh my god, what's going on? Uh, and I got about 11 people who are away because of that reason, and then a couple other people who are, are applying to the unit right now in the middle of that process. Okay. Um, so we're somewhere around 40 uh, to 50 members. So we have about a 60% activity rate, uh, so we usually get about 22 people every weekend. Yeah, nice. That's 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 pretty good numbers, to be honest. Like, especially nowadays, I'm seeing a lot of units are dropping down from the old large numbers, but that's that's still pretty good. Yeah, um, it, it's it's hmm. it's good. Yeah, nice. Um, what what kind of what kind of armor do you play? Like, is it a, a casual kind of a game or something a little more serious? Uh, all right. That's a that's a difficult question to answer because there's so many. There's such a broad spectrum of, of what serious is. Um, mm. it's, I, I wouldn't call it casual armor because that's going to bring up more your King of the Hill and your your Exile and stuff like that. That's not really our – or the Public Zeus. We do play that, but it's not really our style. And then Sirius is going to go into you know, your, your kind of heavy milsim. You know, you got your Sir Yes Sir. It's much more uh, trying to build up uh, like the atmosphere of, of what the military is like and it's very procedural. We're not in either of those camps. Um, okay. we're in the middle and we like to adhere to, uh, more game design philosophy in terms of how difficult or serious it is, right? We, we want to play a game that's very challenging. Um, and we want to play a game that's, uh, very engaging and we have to have a lot of teamwork involved. There has to be a lot of, uh, you know, adherence to what your role is. There has to be a lot of specialization you know, people have to be fairly proficient in order to play at a certain difficulty level. Um, so it's serious in that regard, right? We want to make okay. sure that they, they were playing at like a at a reasonably high level, especially when we PvP. Um, but it's not so much in the militaristic 
proceduralism that you get in a lot of the units uh, that are, uh, I guess, milsim is the word. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so you're, yeah, you're, you, so it's it's less that you're playing in like a military simulated kind of situation, but more like you're playing in a situation where you need to still be ve- fairly military in what you do. Like you can't do crazy actions off to the side. You've still got to act like a unit. You just don't worry about the the rank and file, right. I guess. Yeah, Something like that. Basically, our focus is we want to maintain authenticity and we use authentic uh, orders of battle, um, uh, weight scaling for you know how much equipment and you know vehicles or assets that you get uh, how much the enemy gets we try to you know draw on that to design the scenarios that we play through um and basically to guide the doctrines that we use whenever we play whenever we're playing as i guess a representation of ourselves in game or as like the russians if we're we want to have some fun right Uh, we you we try (laughs) to keep that authentic okay i'm with you so it's 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 so it's it's more trying to think of a good word for this so it's like it's realism yes but only in terms of like the situation yeah that's what's good that's what's gonna guide your hand because in real life if you told a mechanized infantry company go into that city and clear it out they're gonna look at you like you're crazy (laughs) and they're really not gonna want to do it right if you told a mechanized infantry country a company drive into that jungle and clear it out and bring your IFDs with you. (laughs) (laughs) The captain's going to slap you across the face and tell you to go home, right? They're never going to do that. But But that's the kind uh, of stuff... But it's it's fun, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the idea. Or missions where you're probably going to take 50% casualties. There's a good chance you're going to lose. Also, not a good idea if you're a real military. But it's a really good video game. That's the kind of thing we're looking at. Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, 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 that, that's personally my favorite mm-hmm. kind of play, too. So uh, you, you, you're doing a good hard sell for me right now. Um, what what okay. kind of missions do you tend to run? So you, you've talked about like uh, jungle missions and stuff like that, but obviously that's not the norm, I'd assume. Or do you usually do sort of harder missions like that? Okay, um, so the basic thing that we do is, because um, there's so many, I'll walk you through what the design template is for like a Saturday. Um, the way we start off is with a mission called Tango Hunt, which is made by a guy named Zaid who was uh, one of our members back in Armour 2, but now he's motorcycling up in Utah, and oh my god, it's gorgeous. He sends me pictures sometimes. But he made this this mission called Tango Hunt, which is a procedural, um, procedurally generated... Uh, it basically just spawns enemies somewhere on the headless client, and then it spawns you close by, and you know, go get them. We do oh, that nice. for about 20 minutes uh, at 3.30 Eastern, and that lets people jip and you know, get warmed up and, you know, an admin can help you out if you're having technical issues. That's when, you know, if there's a new guy in for the day, this is how Acre works, you know, or this is how TFAR works. And, you know, we can walk you through what you need to do um, uh, and make sure that there's no bugs. And it also warms up the server because nobody wants to have, you know, so many different technical breakdowns, you know, when you've you've made a, when you're playing a mission that somebody's worked on for, you know, eight hours or whatever. 
Um, then when we, after that's over, you, we have a time limit on it. It's about 20 minutes. Uh, we go into a mission that typically lasts about 45 minutes. Um, they're usually going to be fairly difficult in that, you know, you got to play your cards right in order to win. Um, and uh, the missions that we play typically revolve around uh, asset destruction. So search and destroy. Um, you know, we'll try to attack a fortified area. Uh, we'll try to look for, you know, piece together some clues to search an area in order to try to find something, um, you know, like a weapons cache or a SAM site or a VIP or something like that. There are a certain number of templates that you can do in order to, to put these together. You might want to try to rescue some hostages or something, right? Sometimes that involves not blowing up the hostages. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we tend to have a hard time with that one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so well, well, be, be, like being a... mechanized, I suppose you would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. Like, what do you mean we can't blow up the entire thing and fix it up later? You gotta you gotta watch it. Just blow up the bit uh, around the hostage. <laughs> yeah, we're still working on that. We'll get it. Um, <laughs> but uh, so typically, each mission that we'll do, we'll start. We'll get like a five minute time to you know get people's radio set up and stuff. Um, they'll drive out to an area to do the mission uh the planners will have briefed will have the briefing read to them and then we'll design a plan in the mission in the map screen before everybody loads in um then you basically take five minutes to set up all of our kits are kind of inspired by project reality where i've written a system to kind of overwrite arsenal where yeah. you know you'll be able to select like a battlefield 2 style kit and there's oh, everything there from okay. rifle Right, yeah, there's everything in there from rifleman down to, like, forward observer, platoon leader, machine gunner assistant, and stuff like that, and nice. basically, that turns your setup time from, like, ten minutes of people sitting there doing the Barbie doll thing in front of the arsenal to, like, five minutes, you know, where people are just like, how, what mixture of rockets are we going to bring today for the for this small kit, you know, for the Moz, you know, and that's usually about it. Uh, nice. Or, you know, maybe, so people will usually use arsenals just to do things like, I want to carry a few less mags, or I want to change my grenades, or something like that, and then, you know, oh, or I want okay. to... Yeah. I'm with you. So, you've still got so, the arsenal there, but what you've done is you've got, like, is it just, like, an action that you select the role you want, and it changes your loadout? Yeah, so I, I basically wrote a script that it makes a bunch of buttons that when you look at the box, you'll see, like, select rifleman kit, or nice. something like that, and you, and you hit that button, and it deletes what you got on you, and then it puts on whatever you picked. So, if you jip... And, you know, you want it, your section needs, and you're replacing, say, I don't know, the anti-tank assistant, right? You just run over to the box, hit anti-tank assistant, and then you hit, uh, you get a scroll wheel action, because you're a JIP player, right? There's a check to do that, and then it teleports you behind your section leader, and, you know, you're you're in the fight, and that's it, no questions. Uh, nice. That's a really good system, I like it. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely inspired by some other communities in there who who really got it down pat. And uh, there there's a lot of other communities that that do great things. And I definitely love taking uh, inspiration from communities that do great things. Uh, like if you crash or you get armored, you know everybody <laughs> knows what that means, right? Oh, it's a man. freebie. You get back in, reslot, okay. come back, no questions, right? No problem. Uh, and so we'll play, and basically, to get back on point, after after we're done briefing, we drive out to where the mission is, we attempt to do it. It might not work. Uh, 
And then we usually either return to base if it's a mission that calls for it, or we, you know, set up a hasty defense and just end the mission. We want to get that done every 45 minutes so we can get to the next one. Um, and we usually play about two or three, or sometimes if we're crazy, four of these 45-minute um, missions before, you know, everybody's pooped and we're, we're retarded and we call it a <laughs> night, right? Oh, that's um, the way to go, nice. So that, that, yeah. that would be like, so was that four, four by 45, so that's three, three hours? yeah something like that and sometimes people you know they want a break or whatever or sometimes the briefing takes a little bit longer because it's a more complicated mission uh or or something does it sometimes it's like a little error in the mission or whatever and we'll use zeus to fix that but other than that everything's done in eden um by hand yeah so we've got i have in 242 a super talented group of guys who make missions they are so passionate about how they put their stuff together i mean they're fantastic i mean I, I i remember teaching some of the guys how to you know put waypoints how to make basic scripts and objectives how to you know do simple objects whatever to save space and they have just taken it and absolutely run with it and they have done stuff that's so creative that i, I got one guy i'm going to call him out here in case he listens to this Schechter. uh <laughs> his missions have like awesome pieces of detail on the side that put together a narrative but they're only going to be there if you stop and like look at it right so you'll be right you'll walk by like an enemy base camp and in the corner of the camp you're going to see like a mass grave right or you know you'll you'll be clearing out a city in the last part of a mission where you've been like driving the enemy back and you'll you'll go you'll kick a door in that looks fortified right but on the inside it's like a hospital so you'll see like you know (laughs) Like nice. tools laying around and like hospital beds and little blood stains all over the place. And you might see like a body bag or two laying on the ground. Or, and, you know, like the screen. Sh- I, I wish I had some screenshots that I could show, but it detail is it's there. And the missions are all made sure that they run at super high FPS. Right. We want to you know, make them so that, you know, people are getting in there and they're getting a good gameplay. But, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you do. And I got another guy, Sproge. He made another one today, and he managed to actually get air assets to work um, and not make the infantry board at the same time. That's always a... That's so hard to do. I know. He pulled it off yesterday. Uh, it took us four attempts to beat that mission. Uh, we finally managed to do it. Um, and uh, we, we managed to get through. We, we had the JTAC with the A-10 and then a ground team with overlapping objectives. And uh, it was a really hard balancing act, but uh, he also he managed to put that in. So uh, it's a different, all sorts of cadres of mission makers coming in and building stuff and putting stuff together. Um, so cool. it's... Um, do you, don't do know you what you're like... going to get. That's... Yeah, definitely not if you've got that many guys on it. Um, do you guys, like, publicly post your missions, or do you just keep them keep them in-house? Uh, we keep everything in-house. Um, yeah, okay. We do joint ops with other units, um, where we'll say, hey, uh, do you want to come play with us? Or somebody will invite us in, or we'll ask us to host, and we're very happy to host them. Um, but typically our missions uh, are really suited to us. We have some in-house mods that we built, um, because anything that's worth scripting multiple times is worth putting into an add-on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you you definitely already know about how the performance increases go along with that. Mm. Uh, so we try to shove all of our stuff into an add-on, and obviously all the missions we play are going to depend on that. 
so, and we don't actually release uh, that stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. There's there's a lot of licensing in the, in in regards to all that, so I I certainly don't begrudge anyone yeah. keeping their secrets to themselves. Yeah. No. Um, and obviously your missions are PVE, so against AI, or do you play player versus player stuff at any point? So the the problem with PvP is that if you got twenty six people, which is a great number for mm. a PVE op, you're only thirteen v thirteen, and the the problem with with fights like that is they they really tend to be like terminal. Yeah, right? yeah. You get like one good it's like whoever sees the other guy first since you have very specific scenarios. They're they're super terminal because with units like ours like fight big groups and big groups that get into fights like that, they tend to end fast and you know, it's kind of a role. Um but there is a group that we do play in and I'm going to call them out as well. It's called Friday Night Fights. It happens on Friday nights. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. And um, uh, if you, I I'll, I don't know how I can link to them. Uh, we do our PvP there. Those of us who are interested in it, and they kind of run the same format. They use something called Dynamic Take and Secure, um, a modified version by Gal Zohar, I think. Uh, that and rings it's basically, a bell, yeah. Yeah, it's like the random, uh, the random like. Defending team gets planted somewhere, and then there's like an attacking team with slightly better equipment that gets spawned somewhere else, and then you got to the attacking team has to like move. It's like Tango Hunt that I described earlier, but with like players. Um, so okay. they do that, they do that to warm up, and then they have a couple of four, you know, 20 to 40 minute missions that they play. They usually play a couple of attack defends where one team's defending, one team's attacking, and then they have like a neutral objective, like a capture the flag. I absolutely love Friday Night Fights. Um, we okay. did one where we were, we did some APC action, uh, get some combined arms in there. Uh, it's one of my favorite, some of my favorite armor moments here are with those dudes. Uh, and we play, we get to play with other communities. So you get a mixed bag of not only different nationalities running around, but all sorts of different play styles running around and trying to kill each other. And it's absolutely fantastic. Um, just to see how your stuff goes up with somebody else's stuff. And uh, everybody's super polite, super chill. You know, it's it's laughter and fun and games at the end of the mission, and and you know sometimes we throw uh, some monsters in there, some uh, SCPs for people to uh, to fight while we're doing capture the flag, um, you know whatever you want. Awesome, that's that, that actually sounds really cool. I'm just trying to look it up now to find uh, find out if I can join in. That actually sounds yeah, right up you my can. alley. You, you can totally either join one of the units that are participating in it, and they'll definitely yell at you to get into FNF, <laughs> uh, or you can jump in as a solo guy and just hop in and and you know play. If you miss every mission, obviously you can't jip in PvP, right? Yeah. But yeah. you get 10 minutes at the beginning of each mission to jip. If you miss the first one, there's two more coming. Don't worry about it. Um, you, you got 10 minutes after it starts to get in, and then if you don't make it, you know you just come play for the next two you're gonna be in there from like 7 30 they're doing the d tasks all the way down to like 10 p.m and you know it's it's just good vibes all night uh yeah awesome i'm gonna definitely have a look at this later after the after the podcast i think um cool so anyway getting back on topic then um so you mentioned you got a few recruits before uh going through what do you what is your recruitment process like uh how do you get your members in yeah, so if we we find us, so if we find you, typically it's like an interview where we just ask somebody, you know, some basic questions like, how did you find out about Arma? You know, how did you find out about us? 
wh how, what are your experiences with other clans like? We just want to get a feel for what you've been doing with Arma and what your expectations of gameplay are, um, because there's okay. so much out there. And mm -hmm. we kind of also want to get a feel as, is this guy a freaking jerk? Because uh, that's that's really the main thing. We don't care. I, I really don't care about how many medals you've gotten or how much, how many hours you've gotten in the game or whatever. I really just care if, you know, you want to learn the way we do things. You want to play the way, the game, the, the way we do it. You want to have fun. Are you going to get some laughs in? You're going to have a good time. And if you want to, and after that, do you want to play the way we play? Which has like that 40 to 50% failure rate. So you're <laughs> going to experience a lot of like, um, the training's going to be pretty hard. There's going to be a lot of times where you, you're shot and you're dead. And you have to wait for the next mission. Uh, there's sometimes where you'll be in a pile of casualties that's four high. Okay. <laughs> and the medic's got to choose between you and three other people. And you don't get to be the guy who gets picked up. It's rough. Sometimes things just don't work. And we like it that way because the missions don't feel authentic if there's not a chance that you just fail. So we want to make sure there's people who are not only willing to accept that, but are willing to accept that this is a, a group environment. It's a group effort. Sometimes the group's got to make individual level sacrifices. We want to make sure that we get people who are cool with that and are going to, you know, have laughs about it. I've been, I've been the guy who's like, I pop around a corner as platoon leader and then a tow missile takes my head off. Right. And then suddenly the exo has got to lead the mission for the rest of it. And, you know, try to put together whatever I said in the briefing. Uh, so, no, no respawns, no, no do-overs. You're dead, bro, and that's it. Uh, so, and but after we get through that interview and make sure that's cool, uh, there's a two-week application process. That's fancy terms for just play the game, bro. And <laughs> if you like what you see after two weeks, um, during that two weeks, we're gonna make sure that you actually know how to play. There's a class called reception where we do stuff like, hey man, do you know how Acre works? Hey man, here's how to not kill yourself with enhanced movement. Uh, here's how to fire the maws and not backblast your buddy. That's not good. Um, here's what to do if you get shot. Stuff like that, right? It's just, and if you know most of it, it'll be over in 10 minutes. If you never installed armor before, it'll be over in two hours. But the next time you come to the op, you're going to know what you're doing. Uh, it's just to make sure that we're, we know everybody's on the same page. So during that two weeks, somebody will get off their ass eventually and give that out. Um, and then if... After two weeks, or in reality, you play two missions with us, or two Saturdays, we ask you, do you like it? We ask ourselves, do we like this guy? And if it works out, you come with the unit, and then there's more stuff that comes along afterwards in terms of group training. Because, uh, you know, we got to teach people how to how our groups prefer to fight. Uh, that's what... I We used to call that class basic, you know, for the guys who just got accepted after the application period. But that sounds a little milsimmy, and it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Because it's mostly, it's not like, we're not, we, we know you understand the base how to play the game at this point. The idea is, there's a way we play the game. We have an Orbot that doesn't exist anywhere in the U.S. Army, because it's made for a video game where we're expecting to die half the time, right? <laughs> and okay. we're, we're playing, we're fighting companies with like 22 people or something, right? Uh, so we got to teach people how that works. What's the chain of command? What do I do if my squad leader dies? How are we expecting to attack objective? Very violently. Um... But it's got to be taught as a group, and it's, it brings a lot of group togetherness in there. Uh, and so that's, that's the recruitment process. It's, it's mostly just a series of practical exercises. Uh, 
Make sure awesome. everybody's on the same page. That sounds pretty sensible to me. Um, so where where do people go if they want to if they potentially want to join up? Uh, you can go to the website. You can go to two four two nightstalkers dot com. Uh, or you can hop on our Discord. I, I actually don't have a link for that because I'm I'm too cheap. That's but you we can, can uh, we can pop it up in the descriptions for people afterwards. Oh, fantastic! So uh, hop in on Discord and say, "Hey, I want to join." Is the fastest way. Uh, we will skip all the paperwork by doing it in interview. Um, but if you go to the website, we're basically going to ask the interview questions as paper so that we can skip it and when we get to you in team speak uh, and just read about you. This whole thing is about saving time because we're, we're lazy. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, you can hop on our, our Gilded page. So yeah, if the, the DNS redirect doesn't work, it's gilded.gg slash 242nightstalkers or it's 242nightstalkers.com. Uh, for the no website it's on gilded all right i'll add that one to the list as well i think you're the first group that's actually had gilded it's not usually in my uh my list of things yeah we used to have forms and stuff like that but uh. that was just like dumb paperwork and um mm. and then discord came out and then i say i don't want to do any more paperwork i don't want to i gotta manage the server i don't want to deal with all this bs and i <laughs> we just put it on gilded and you know it works it's great you know people come on TeamSpeak anyway nobody cares and you know come on that's nice. what we got. That's the way you go. Sounds good. And um, are, are you recruiting at the moment? It's probably a good question too. Should uh, should people hold off or just are you happy for a deluge of people when they hear the podcast? Uh, oh, no. Come in. Come in. Have fun. Uh, get shot at. Shoot back. Uh, have a good time. Uh, we're always accepting new people. Awesome. Too too easy then. I'll, I'll pop mine in on the weekend probably. All right, man. Sounds good. Sweet as. Um, all right, so that's that's probably enough enough about two four two for now. Um, let's 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 talk some some armor for a bit. So, um, do you enjoy armor as much as as much now as when you first started? No, I enjoy it more. Awesome. Uh, I definitely enjoy it more. Cool, cool. And uh, that's just because of the group, or it's because of the group. Um, because I've gotten a little bit more proficient with it technically, and because uh, the game has gotten better. Uh, in my opinion, I feel the game has gotten more uh, reasonable for hardware that we've got out. I feel that a lot of the bugs are disappearing. Uh, I feel that the DLC, the DLCs for the most part have done phenomenal jobs of bringing things into the game. Uh, I feel that the mods have matured to a, a very, very reasonable level. Um, and there's, there's a, a huge gamut of tools out there to build endless endless scenarios and it's oh, only man. gotten more fun as we've gotten older so I, I i bring it up every podcast but super miller land it's it's out there yes oh my god oh <laughs> miller. someone who knows about it yes. what's that guy's name who made that i can't oh, remember i i don't remember i should track him down and get him on it we should just talk I'm, I'm about how the I'm, hell he managed to do that i'm gonna look him up right now because i remember his videos on like the star wars okay is Rupertal. I love that guy. He's like the patron saint <laughs> of like everything scripting and mission making. He's he's fantastic. Um, I voted for him every time on his uh, on the Machinima contest. Um, but so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as I said, it's. <laughs> it's I've, 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 yeah, it, it truly is. I. I... So normally I've got like a big big spiel there where I have to explain what Super Millerland is, but oh well, you, you, you got me stopped now. Oh, 
what, what, what's, mean, what's, I, what's your best time? Um, oh, I, I haven't actually been. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> I was just, I was too busy trying. Honestly, I spent too much time trying to figure out how to break it, and I, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't finish it, man. We were just sitting here in a room, and I, I was, I was just too busy just laughing for just before I could actually just. This is the, I should I should honestly just go out and 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 beat Superman. It's been sitting in my hard drive for too long. But it's it's a, it's a, the T Rex part where the T Rex comes out and he's just knocking over the boxes, and I I just lose it. Or when this 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 damn Velociraptors jump on you or something. It's just I, yeah. <laughs> I, the the sandworms my favorite bit. Like he's standing in the grass too long or the sand for too long and it just. <laughs> Oh my god! Ah, oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 incredible what you can do with armor three. <laughs> yeah, like oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there, there's other mods. I think somebody's like made. We've done. Uh, we've taken the Velociraptor mod and mm. uh, we played a couple missions like as like the SCP Foundation. Okay, and. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we've done, like, you know, somebody, you know, some, like, the Chaos and or whatever has, like, released dinosaurs or whatever, so we gotta, like, go into this area and, like, oh, contain nice. the anomaly and stuff. You know, as we're playing as the, uh, the Foundation, the Nine-Tailed Fox guys or whatever, and, uh, uh, <laughs> so, whatever, it, it doesn't always have to be, like, super serious U.S. Army or whatever, we can totally do kind of tongue-in-cheek, uh, you know, Russian or, you know, SCP Foundation or, you know, Chechen militia, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, and <laughs> endless amounts of crap you could put in there. Like I, I love um, that zombies and demons mod. Oh I yeah, that one. That. Like, ugh, there's there's just endless stuff you can do with that one. <laughs> yeah, Great. like I love the ones that like throw the cars like halfway across the map. Have you have you have you, have you ever done that with uh, with mechanized? Uh yes, yeah we. Ah, um, awesome. Yeah, it's it's because it's just like. I hate how in every zombie movie, like, the army loses. And it's but just like, how? <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she it, a waste of numbers. Yeah, like, you just get into an MRAP, and you're just like, driver, reverse, at walking pace. Right? And then you're safe forever until you run out of gas. Uh, so, you know, it's just like, mostly how many zombies can we take out, like, as a, as a group trying to call in, like, JDAMs or whatever. Uh... <laughs> Or, you know, we got to drive through, you know, like zombie-infested uh, Lingor or something like that. That's a great one, because you put mm. the fog up and it gets really spooky. Yeah, nice, uh, nice. Sounds good. Ugh. Cool. All right, we'll skip over the rest of that bit, I think. I think we've thoroughly covered uh, your favorite thing about armor. But um, <laughs> have, you, have you got anything that you don't like? about armor um, as it is at the moment anything, anything you'd like to see improved i want teamspeak integration in vanilla yeah that'd be good i i want to get rid of acre and tfar not because they're bad mods i want to get rid of acre and tfar because i wish that there weren't there were fewer third-party clients now i like the fact that they're Put in TeamSpeak because servers blow up all the time, and then everybody's mm -hmm. still together in some way. Because they're all sitting in a room watching the server explode, and then if the <laughs> the voice comps are still up, and everybody can just say, "Yeah, just call it," 
that's fine. But I want there to be some kind of radio simulation done by BI. Uh, I want most things in ACE 3, like the medical system, to be done by BI. I want most things in CBA, especially those awesome event handlers mm. that they've got. Um, most of their awesome public variable systems, like wait until and execute, all that needs to be done by BI. They need to get most of that code and need to put it in the game. Uh, I don't like how many mods it takes to get the game to be able to where it is now. Um, but I, I see that they're moving in that direction, but um, they need more. to yeah. move more in that direction. I, I'm not going to be the guy who says that I don't like 2035. I love 2035. Um, so I love where our, I love the setting, but I, I just want more technical prowess from the game. And uh, God's for God's sake, more headless client integration. Oh, we have God, so many yes. hack-eyed ways to get that done, and it, it's just such a pain in the neck that when you put something into the mission, okay, it spawns on the server. And you either have to use, like, really hacky ways to, like, shunt all the AI over, or you gotta, like, delete all the units and then spawn them on the headless client. And it's just, like, it's, it's, Why? I got mission makers who are great, but I don't want to, but they're not, like, script wizards. They're storytellers, okay? I don't yeah, want to yeah. teach these guys how to, like, delete units and respawn them. I don't want to tell them, okay, we're going to spawn things procedurally so all the units are spawned in windows looking the wrong direction, right? That's dumb. You know, that's not a fun mission. Mm, mm. I want them to be able to hand play stuff, but I want them, I want the game to run like it has its own AI thread. Like we did back in Far Cry 2, you know, yeah, <laughs> when yeah, games yeah. had multi, had like AI threads, but <clears throat> we're just not doing that. So if your server loses frames, your, your AI become dumb and your scenario is worthless immediately it's not fun it's not immersive you don't feel like you have a real opponent and it sets us a pain in the ass to overcome that and come on it's the current year we should have dedicated <laughs> ai threads by now um <laughs> like we did this back in far cry uh okay, I, I i really yeah. want to improve that that's 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 some solid feedback actually i think i'll i'll i'll, I'll make sure to pass that one along um, and I guess, yeah, well, I, you kind of answered the next one as well there, but, um, have you got anything that you'd like to see coming either as a mod or as official developments in Armor 3 or even Armor 4? So obviously you want your headless client, but like if we went to Armor 4 and you're like a completely new engine, what kind of features would you like to see? Um, more firing from vehicles. Uh... So when they put firing from vehicles in, the first thing I want to do is like, well, 242 really likes the marshal. I wanna I wanna put that on the marshal so that we can do like the striker thing where I don't know if you've seen pictures of like the sky guards where they're like turned out in the striker. Oh um, that's so, like cool. in an AP Yeah, they're like riding around in the back of an APC, but there's like a dude with a machine gun on the back of the APC which is firing its machine gun and this dude's also oh, firing okay. his machine gun. So like, it's it's awesome. So like like the way that RHS does it with the Russian vehicles where you can like jump on the back? Yeah, that, and I want to see it where, like, the M13, like, you can push, or, like, the MRAPs, you can, like, push the hatch open as a passenger, and you can, like, look outside. Because with the APCs right now, you're stuck in there, mm. uh, and you can't peek out as much. I want to see more of that. Um, I want to see better AI interaction inside of buildings. Um, 
I want to see better AI communication between units with how they pass knowledge to each other. I want to see them handle meshes better. Uh, basically, mm -hmm. most of the stuff I just want to see is with the freaking AI, man. Uh, just make that better because this game's already got so much good stuff. Uh, it's so good. It's just that part is the glaring problem. Uh, and, of course, um, you know, the, the medical system and stuff like that. But, oh! Bigger boats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. More Navy. Uh, the, I, I think the USS Liberty is gorgeous. Uh, I People, I know that it's not as accurate as the Freedom. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever is on an aircraft carrier, right? But it's so cool. I love the way it looks. I love the 2035 feel. I love the fact that it looks awesome. I love the fact that I can park a blackfish back there, and I can put infantry in the ship. I can put a marshal in the ship. I can put the infantry in the marshal. I can put the marshal in the blackfish, and then that's how we can insert to do our mission. <laughs> Yo, dog. I heard you, I heard you like... <laughs> God damn, that's that, that, that that's that's some that's some levels you've got going on there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Russian doll. It just keeps on unpacking for like the whole thing, right? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm just picturing that in my head now. That's, <laughs> that's it, it's quite cool, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, have you have you played with um? I think it's Hafem is the mod, the one that's got the the drivable ships the, like the submarines yeah yeah it's got it's got like a i think it's either a frigate or a destroyer that it's got in it as well that you can actually like yeah. drive around and fire artillery from oh yeah um there i think they had an arma 2 version right i think so yeah yeah i had no no that was the spanish navy one maybe two. the half of one i have played with a little bit um it, it and by played with i mostly mean I, I was just shooting cruise missiles at my friends and you know we were yelling vampire <laughs> uh, uh but we haven't really been able to integrate those in our into our missions yet because uh mostly we use them as deployment platforms okay. uh, and with the scale that we've got it's really hard to integrate uh fire support assets because our ai like to our engagements with the ai are usually pretty terminal so the, mm. the firefights are very violent a little bit longer, uh, and it's a lot of hunt and peck. And the okay. problem with a lot of Kaz assets is that they can kind of remove the the tension between you and another armored fighting vehicle as you're trying to pick which hill to drive around and, you know, get information from your infantry, and, you know, it's all really visceral and personal. But when yeah, something okay. comes in and just slams a cruise missile into the side of whatever you're trying to hunt down, it's really hard to balance. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. And if that guy messes up, then you got a mission you can't win because the mission was balanced against a cruise missile coming in and killing half of whatever you're throwing the fight. So it's it's like hairpin trigger. If that mm -hmm. thing dies somehow and it's got to have some kind of threat or else it's boring, then the mission is like, you're done. You can't win. Uh, or if you or you can barely get out with your lives. So that's, that's a super hard tightrope. So I haven't been able to get figure out really how to get those in there in a way that's compelling for everybody involved uh but one day one day maybe yeah i i i thoroughly understand that uh <laughs> that particular hurdle you've got to get over i actually i actually did a video about it on my youtube channel a little while ago going like gotta 
think of like alternative ways to pass the mission if this fails is basically the only way you can balance it is you go well the cruise missile missed so now we've got to go up around the mountain or something and yeah like, or something mm. <laughs> i totally know what you mean but uh <laughs> it's 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 in the time we can, sometimes I can figure that out, I could use just pump out another mission or something. And, or just, <laughs> we can say, oh, well, we failed, alright, next mission, whatever. Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> oh, I suppose that's the beauty of your little 45 minute slots, I guess, too. Yeah, like, if you're not running a three hour mission, it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's totally the whole thing. You don't gotta worry about respawns, everybody understands that, you know, it's gonna, you're gonna get another one in like an hour or something, you know, it, it's fine, you know. Yeah, nice. Alright, well I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap it up then. We'll just uh, finish off on this note. Um, do you have well. uh, an Armagasm moment? Your like your your favorite moment in armor that sort of made you go, yeah, this is why I play this game. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a couple. Uh, so I'll give you two. I'll give you one okay. from FNF, and I'll give you one from my own uh, community. Um, the FNF one was where I was playing with most of my unit, and we were playing a de castle defense mission. And I was acting platoon leader on the castle. I had an EXO with me from another clan, uh, Leclerc from the 75th Rangers, uh, 75th RRC, and he was acting EXO. Uh, and he was basically drawing on the map the entire time, listening on the radio, and like moving maps around like the British... Uh, with that big table in World War II where they're pushing the oh, planes around awesome. from the radar reports. Yeah, and all of the section leaders were on platoon net talking to me. And I was just constantly sitting there looking at the map. We had, like, the entire defensive layout just drawn out. I was sitting there staring at the map, moving people around. He'd update the map. Somebody would start screaming out, there's a there's a section of coming across, you know, Compound Alpha 29. And, you know, Claire would move the, the little thing over. And I would just be sitting there spitting out orders. And by the time it was over, he walked up to me. He he came up to me and he said, dude, I'm, I'm shaking. Because it was just <laughs> 25 minutes of dodging bullets as a platoon leader. Because I'm sitting up there in, like, the CP that the enemy's trying to get to. And just, like, <laughs> having people yelling at me, you know, telling me that there's friendly fire or something. And, you know, I'm trying to sit here and run around and, you know grab the machine gunner and tell him to chill out and or you know just you know trying to move around and play this chess game with dudes and by the end of it i was just like oh my god <laughs> you know we managed to win but all those units had come together and you know there's all different voices going on and it was just the the stress and you know awesome feeling of being uh in that that leadership position that makes that game you know worth it uh worth it and and so surreal uh that you know you feel like shooken up after you know 45 minutes because it's just like you know so much coming at you glorious uh mm. and for my own group uh definitely one of my favorite parts is uh the first time we had done the uh blackfish insertion type of deal uh, okay and we had done it on a mission called uh hunting rats on thirsk winter an old but gold uh in the old but gold mod pack and yeah. what had happened is the russians had discovered our landing zone <laughs> they were very very angry with us uh and we were backed into a corner on the co top part of the map on this little peninsula this little strip of land stick it out 
And it was us and three marshals and probably about 15 infantry and a UAV operator who is in the back of one of the APCs screaming about all of the white dots <laughs> converging on our position. <laughs> and so all we can do, because the firefight has started, we can't run away because we can't land a blackfish because there's a SAM site shooting at us now. And because the, oh, no. the, the jig is up. We're stuck, <laughs> and all the the fight becomes us trying to sneak in on the island and blow up these anti ship missiles to stop them from sinking our our destroyer. That was the mission. To us, just like trying not to die, trying not to lose the platoon, and you know the fight was just absolutely brutal. You got dudes jumping over, um, you know, logs, running away from a T90 that's coming after them. You got the UAV, the UAV operator sees. He's looking at his UAV. He's like, man, this tank's getting really close to this APC. Oh shit. That's where I am. He jumps out. <laughs> he jumps out of the back of the uh, out of the back of the uh, the vehicle with an AT4 in his hand and shoots the uh, and shoots the tank <laughs> and starts blowing up the tank. And you know, there's somehow a BMP ended up flipped over on top of another BMP. There's like you know crushed logs everywhere and eventually. Typical armor. <laughs> yeah, it, but it, it's it's fantastic because you know it just looks cooler. It was like a scene out of a movie. Okay, uh, you know, one of those, like, crazy helicopter landings, uh, and, you know, we finally managed to, you know, get rid of most of the stuff, and our crazy blackfish pilot comes in, lands over, and knocks a bunch of trees over, because he can, and he's picking up the marshals one at a time and trying to fly him back to the carrier, you know, and, like, whatever broken up, no wheels, you know, guns broken up state that we can, and we said, you know what, mission failed, but it's okay. <laughs> so... Uh... We lost, and that was, it was a good loss. It was, that map is forever, that mission is forever known as, as Hell's Highway. Uh, because, uh, awesome. you know, <laughs> horrible things. But uh, uh, so I wish, yeah, if we had more time, I'd talk to you about, um, you know, narrative and whatever like that, but, uh, you know, well, we maybe we'll, maybe we'll grab you, else. maybe we'll grab you on another time. I'm, I'm thinking of doing a yeah. few more chats about more, top topical kind of things rather than just the units so yeah i'll i'll yeah. shoot you an invite when we're gonna do one on about uh, about mission making and narrative and stuff i'll let you know oh yeah Sounds absolutely good. and i'll i'll try to grab some of my mission makers as well um because they have a different style personally i just like to play wargame red dragon every time i put a mission <laughs> together i just say oh, i just watch a replay and then that's how i'm gonna make a mission so but they got they have a different <laughs> uh, outlook <laughs> awesome Alright, well, thanks for coming along and having a chat with us, Helios. Um, I think this has actually been a really, really interesting chat. So we'll, we'll find you on your, your Discord, your website, and your Gilded that we'll pop in the description. And uh, until Fantastic. next time, uh, thanks everyone for watching. You have a good old time. Alright, have a good one, guys. See ya.